Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Clickbait. Glad to be here. So happy to be here. Um, Bachelor Nation Breakdown. We had a bunch of Bachelor people at the People's Choice Awards this year. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we have the Clickbait of the Week. And then a very special guest is coming on, Hunter. You may know her, know her from Clayton season and from this season of Bachelor in Paradise. She made an early exit in both, but you never know. May not be the last of her. So we'll talk to her, see what's going on. Um, Hello. Hi. 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 How's everyone doing? Hi. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, I had, I went to a party and there was a surprise performance. And it was a surprise of all surprises. Normally the surprises be like, okay, right? Mm-hmm. It was Mariah Carey. <gasps> <laughs> really? It was a hollow it was a holiday party for Moet Chandon and they had her sing and she sung All I Want for Christmas. Guys. Guys. Was it actually Does she sound her? as good as she used to? When I tell you she hasn't changed. The woman hasn't changed. Was it a what backing is- track though? Like was it actually her? It was good question. I w- I've heard the real audio from some of her Christmas specials, and wow, it is. Well, I think it was her because she was like, you know, when they say things like, come on, y'all, you know, okay. when, they, when they do the little ad libs, you know, right. um, she also had a very iconic moment. She had her hair and makeup team come on mm-hmm. while she was singing, and they were like touching her up in, in that moment. I was like, girl. Diva, and it was diva and, of her. And, when, and when we got there, of course, we were still at the bar. Like everybody was like it was like in a separate area and everyone was in the bar was going in. And so where we were sitting, we didn't have like great seats, but there were these balconies. And I was like, guys, can we like create a VIP situation? Because that's how Mariah would want to be viewed. She would want right. to be viewed this way. So we like went upstairs and like there was no one up there but us. It was so cute. Oh, I love her. She did like four songs. I'm like, she probably got paid a million dollars. Easy. This wow. is her season. <laughs> this is her season. I know she came out of hiding just to do this. Oh, unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she was great. She was really great. There was a guy playing the piano. It was so beautiful. I was actually that was that was a surprise. Mm. So wow. I've been wow. on a been on a cloud all week from that. <laughs> Very cool. What great. day was that? That was on Monday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was great. Uh question, Joe. Do you want to yeah. tell everyone? Who we saw this week, this weekend, me, Joe, and Serena, we went to, um, and Nyla. Oh, I forgot to talk about Nyla. And Nyla, we went to brunch. Do you want to tell everybody who we saw? That was actually a nice, that was a nice Sunday. That was a nice Sunday. We had a nice brunch. Great. Um, went for, I got hot chocolate. We went for a walk. Um, me, and, who, me and Serena got necklaces. We got jewelries. Yeah. Mm. Who did we see? Yeah, who did we see? Uh, Emily uh, Ratajkowski. She was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. She was there. and she... Without Pete Davidson. No, but I still think like... they're dating. Oh, my God. Well, you guys heard about the paparazzi thing. Like, people thought that they had called the paparazzi to get these specific shots of them and everything. Do we think it's legit? Well, yes, because on her podcast, I listened to her podcast. She has a new podcast. Oh. And she had, um, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. I have her face in my the girl who used to date Kanye, who Julia Fox. Julia, yeah, Julia, Julia Fox. Fox. Yes. 
she had Julia Fox on her. her podcast and she literally said how she has a paparazzi guy. And Emily was like, wait, what? So after that, she probably was like, girl, give me that number. Yeah, give but me here's, that pop but, number. But they don't even they don't even need that. They went and sat front row at a Knicks game. Of course they're gonna get photos taken of them. That's well, true. so but what Julia said was she calls a certain guy because a lot of times the paparazzi pictures are shit. They like yeah. they don't look good, you know. So if you're gonna take a picture of me, might as well take a picture of me looking good. Julia like, Fox is hysterical, and I highly recommend watching some of her TikToks. Oh my she's god, very funny. They're she so is. good. I love her. Yeah. I want her as president. Like she's amazing. Mm, I don't oh, know about that, Jill. Mm, no, I I, really, I, I stand. We'll talk about later. Yeah, you know, it's. I think you love her. You hate her. I think. Mm. Um, I love her honesty. I'll say that, yeah. but it was very hard to listen to that episode between her and uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, oh, podcast. I haven't listened to it. It was very hard. I was like, "Are they for real right now?" Really? Like, okay. What? Yeah, they were. They were like, they both have. They're both. They both just like have a very interesting relationship with men. They both raise kids that are mm-hmm. boys, and it's like, I don't know, y'all. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All so, anyways, moving on, but. Yeah. Um, but she's very beautiful. Emily Ratajkowski is very beautiful in person. Uh, you can tell she is not a filter baby. Um, mm. She looked the same. She doesn't post filters on her face on Instagram. So mm. We also bought Christmas decorations that day and, and decorated the apartment. Uh, I like decorating for Christmas. Mm. The living Christmas, room. You know, December's a great room. month. No, not this. This is the bedroom. <laughs> this is just the bedroom. But um, we could actually put something in here. Hmm. Mm. Whatever. Okay, should yeah. we do the Bachelor Nation breakdown? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yes. Um, breakdown number one. Trista Wait, and Jill. What? Where, what happened to you this week? What you got going on? Too much. Um, <laughs> too much. Oh, I'm moving. So I got to do all this and I got to take it out. I'm starting my new job Monday next week. Um, which what else is, is going on? Which is? I am... The preservation planner for the city of Newport. Awesome. Yay. I know. That's very cool. Explain it to you guys. I know it's Explain. not like, yeah, for people not in preservation, you're like, oh, okay. But it's no. actually super cool. Um, so I know what it is. She preserves things. Well, yeah. There you go, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> let's go with that. Um, <laughs> no, preservation planner deals with the historic districts within a city or a town, mostly cities. Um, so I am in charge of if you want to make any alterations to a historic house within the historic districts, I have to review and make, you know, make suggestions and whatever, present it to a board who then approves it. So um, I know it's not the sexiest thing in the world, but I, no, but sounds- I think it's very I think that's very interesting. I'm like really into that stuff. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Newport is like one of the most gorgeous places I was educated there. So that's amazing. Dream come true. I'm so excited. Has one of like I, I, Joe, I know you've been to Newport. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I've never been. I want to go. Oh my God. It's so gorgeous. So I'm really excited to start the next chapter. I got my first solo apartment, Sans Mans, which we love. <laughs> um so yeah, just excited to start. Get the chapter rolling. Let's open it. Let's you know turn a new leaf. Do mm-hmm. I have? Um, do you have like a? I know obviously you're excited about Newport, but do you have like a dream location you would like to do that job in, like like a London somewhere that's so like overly historic? I guess. Um, I think Chicago would be really incredible. Yeah, the architecture um, in Chicago is some of the most beautiful I think in the country. 
yeah, it's just gorgeous. I think Newport is a good start for me because it has so much, uh, has, you know, Gilded Age architecture and also colonial architecture. I know the island like the back of my hand because I lived there for four years in undergrad. So I'm yeah. super excited. Um, there's also, you know, we deal with climate change as well since it is a coastal city. So I'll be able to kind of make an impact that way as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited. I'm just nice. nerding out. I love this. and yeah. I, so I, But I have to ask, are you going to be... Um, teaching us about this on your TikTok and on your Instagram. Are you going to be making videos about this? Let us know. I do think I want to. I don't know how big of an audience there is just because it is so specific, but I feel like people love houses. They love architecture. So let guys, let me know if you want any preservation I do. I mean, I, I, I tell you, I, I, I do. I'm always YouTubing architectural videos and mm-hmm. um, I, I'm into that. Um, okay. okay. But Natasha, can Anyways. I please start the Bachelor Nation breakdown now? <laughs> of course. I just needed the, to hear how, how we doing, how we all right. doing. That's you're fair. right. You're right. Um, <laughs> Bachelor Nation breakdown. Number one, Trista and Ryan Sutter celebrate their 19th wedding anniversary. Now, she was, mistake me if I'm wrong, but she was the first bachelorette correct she was yeah Yeah. that's true and ryan i actually i i'm pretty sure i watched some of that like with my mom and he was a fireman right or he probably still is or could be so yeah they have kids um i saw jason and caitlin were there i think they were they were somewhere tropical Mm -hmm. um how do we feel how do we feel about that's a success i know a lot i know there's a lot of people that say you know leads really aren't successful anymore but here we go we got somebody 19 years together yeah they're the og they're the og success story and we love to see it i know we've especially in the most recent years especially this like last season of paradise we've seen a lot of fallout but to see a happy successful couple is amazing especially one that's lasted almost 20 years that's crazy yeah i think also probably what the show has turned into, you know, we've talked about this before, like before Instagram, before all the, this, that, whatever. Um, you know, it's just a testament of two people who really went to find love, like no BS in the, in the middle or in between. It's like, let's just do this crazy thing and see what happens. And it it worked. worked. Do we think the show would still be around if the early days of the show, it wasn't as successful? Mm, I think, that is a good point. Uh, possibly because I think the reason why people, I mean, if that's one of the first bachelorettes, it's like, well, I got to tune in next year to see if they stay together. And yeah. right. And I think that that's the love part of it is what you, I think keeps people coming back. I don't think it's the drama because there's so much drama on TV, yeah. right? <laughs> like all day, every yeah. day. Right. Uh, so it's the, it's the idea that you can literally see two people fall in love in front of your eyes. Um, and so, yeah, the success from the beginning, I think that's definitely a great point, Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. very happy for them. Very happy. Yes. Congrats. Okay. Love. Uh, breakdown number two, James Bonzel hard launches his girlfriend on Instagram. Um, if you don't know who James is, he was on Katie's season. He was on Bachelor in Paradise last season. He was on the current season. Um, he's also best friends with Aaron. So James and Aaron, that's always been a thing. Um, and yeah, he posted a pic of his girlfriend. <laughs> and he looks really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do know, you know, we got to know, Joe and I got to know James on the beach a little bit uh, when we were there last year. 
Yeah, I and think he was he was definitely on our season for a longer duration than he was on the past one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think even though it didn't work out for him in Paradise, I always felt like he actually was actually looking for love. He actually wanted to be with someone. He actually... I agree. Uh, really I, wanted, it, 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 uh, it just didn't work. To, yeah, and I think to most of the viewers, it looked like it was like James and Aaron, this funny, like, two bros who just want to be bros or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, James definitely wanted a relationship. Like, when we were there, I, I definitely got that vibe from him. And just, like, mm-hmm. the conversations we had, so... And he yeah. used to live on the East Coast, and then he moved to the West Coast, and he lives in San Diego now. He has a job. <laughs> he's always had a job. <laughs> I know people talk about that on the show. Um, I think he's. Lived, I think he lived in London. I think he was born in London or something. He too. was. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm pretty so- sure, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure his father worked for the military or something, and that's why he moved a lot when he was younger. Mm. Ah, I did not know that. But I could be completely wrong on that one. So if uh, if that's wrong, the, the, the I apologize. It would yeah. explain the like clean cut look that he has, I guess. But um, I did not know that, Joe. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. So like if you are listening, maybe DM James and ask because I could be wrong on that. But I think, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, good for him. All right. The third one, People's Choice Awards was this week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got your celebrities there. And then we also always get a few Bachelor Nation alum there. Uh, we see Nick Files there because he does, um, he interviews on the red carpet, Wells and Sarah, um, and then Gabby and Rachel and Johnny. Am I missing anyone? I'm pretty sure that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I saw okay. at least. Okay, so how do we want to pick this apart? Um, I think we want to, I mean, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start? Did you guys watch it? Did you guys watch the People's Choice Awards? I didn't watch it. I'm a bad friend. I should have because I'm very close with Rachel, but they both look stunning. Let me just say that everyone looked really good, Mm -hmm. but I think what Bachelor Nation picked up on the most was Johnny being seated at the same table as Nick Vial. Yes, I figured that's what we would. I figured that's what we. we that's were gonna what talk we're going to land on. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, Nick had Victoria and Greg on his podcast. It was a big thing. The whole TikTok came out, and then he was seated with Johnny at the People's Choice Awards. Um, they had posted together some back and forth that they seemed to be friendly and funny. Nick posted like Johnny's here and he's beautiful or gorgeous or whatever word he, he used. Well, he posted the the caption to the post was Switzerland, which okay. was funny, which was oh. hilarious. Yeah, that okay. was uh, hilarious. And then I, I saw Johnny funny. commented, "Still not going on your podcast," so that was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think like. Especially like within Bachelor Nation, you know, every we, there's so many people that have podcasts and we all talk um, about each other and at each other. But for the most part, like most of us get along and we get along yeah. when we see each other. And it's usually not as serious as it seems. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it is, but you also just have to know when there's a line and let bygones be bygones. Like, is it really worth it for me to go through all this right now? Probably not. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I think about, I mean, there's, there are people in Bachelor Nation that I just like literally don't talk to. Mm. But could I be seated at a table with them? Absolutely. I'm an adult. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not right. like don't sit her next to me or him next to me. Like, I don't care about that. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, that was very, it was fun. I thought it was funny. I liked that they mm. made light heart of it. Um, I thought that Johnny looked great in his blue jacket that he had on, which was a very interesting, I think, color that we don't see a lot mm-hmm. on the carpet. Um, mm. Gabby and Rachel looked great. I love the black and white that Rachel had on oh, the dress. My God. With the gloves. Love a glove moment. Love Jill, are you moment. are you closer with Gabby or Rachel? Rachel. Not and there's nothing Gabby's just super busy. No, and you so, just don't like Gabby. That's fine. We get it. Oh my god, um, I hate Gabby. So, <laughs> no, I love her. But Rachel and I have been like this from night one in the mansion. We have been oh nice. Thick is she? Things. What's what's up with her? Is she dating anyone? Talking to anyone? Um, she is dating. Really? She is, and I'm not going to disclose anything because it's not my thing to disclose. She did kind of do like a soft launch, like you know, a little story, and got people talking a little bit. Um, but I honestly think that. In due time, perhaps, if, you know, this come becomes something more permanent. Mm-hmm. But I'm is super this person, happy for her. Is this person um, a bachelor, is part of Bachelor Nation? Hell no. Oh, no? God, okay. No. No. Okay. Uh, no. She's over that. And she lives in L.A. now, correct? She does. Yeah. She lives with Genevieve. Okay. Yes. yes yeah. Genevieve. Okay. I love it. It's so good. I call one of them. The other one pops on. Wait, I want in on this conversation. And we just have little kikis. It's great. That's great. I love yeah. that. Um, well, you know, uh, in due time, I will say. In, in due, due time. time. I feel like a hard launch is a lot. And I know for someone who's gone through, you know, a lot of things in the public, such as Rachel, keeping something a little private is nice. You know? I think so too, and I, and I think I think it also. There's a an exciting element to it, mm-hmm. and it just makes it. You know, when you, I don't know. I feel like when you, you make your relationship public so fast, and right. you, you feel the need to then um, keep up and constantly post, and 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 I, the moment, and also the thing that I hate. It's like the moment you maybe go on a trip. Or he's here and you're there. It's like in the moment you're not posting each other, everyone's like, uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Th- and it's like, come on, we're not together every day, <laughs> you know? I, I think who was a good example of that, and, and this is not like throwing shade or, or trying to be offensive to them at all, but Clayton and Susie, um, I felt like had a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. And I felt like they, yeah, they were very public and especially on social media. And I don't know, it just felt like um, that hurt their relationship a little bit. Yeah. And I also think like when there is a public perception of everything's happy all the time, and then you come to a decision where you're not right for each other anymore, people are like, oh my God, why? They expect answers because they think they can have an opinion on your relationship. So yeah. I feel like opening up that door is maybe one that you don't want to open at all or just one you want to really think about it until you're you're really ready until both of you are ready. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very it's it's definitely hard to uh, um it's tough to navigate. Yeah, exactly. So, it whatever whatever's clever, whatever makes her feel good. Um mm-hmm. 
All right, let's move. Uh, I think that's it. Wrapped up, done. Clickbait of the week. Oh wait, is uh, do we know if Gabby and Vinny are dating? Because I stand, I stand, I stand. I don't think they're dating. I think. Gabby, they're both just kind of flirtatious and kind of hinting at it. I don't think any dates have actually been had, though. Mm. Yet. Yet. Come on, Vinny. <laughs> Let's go, Vinny. Yes. Come I would on, love Vinny. it. Come on, baby. Um, Yeah, I would love that, too, actually. Mm. Okay. Clickbait right, of the week. Moving on. Clickbait of the week. This one, guys, I really love it. So I really need you guys to, like, you know, be here with me. And no, you I know love what, it. Jill? We yeah. got another single girl on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? We um, can, so I can talk about this. Forever. We can really, we, yeah, we can really dive into this. So the clickbait of the week, I highly recommend you guys, uh, if you're listening to this, go look at this article. It's Elite Daily, and it is here's how to respond when you get rejected over text. So let's set the scene. You go on a date with a guy. You guys vibing. You love it on him. He liking you maybe, but you think he does. So yes. Mm-hmm. And then you get home and you're anticipating this text. You're like, hey, made it home. Tonight was so fun. He doesn't mm-hmm. text you back that night. <gasps> he waits till the morning. <gasps> you see his name pop up on your phone. <gasps> and then you open it and he goes, hey, so yeah, I just uh, don't think it's going to work out between us. Mm. And we're That's distraught. Tough. We're so sad. Oh, my goodness. What do we do? So we're hurt. <laughs> This article tells us how to handle, how to deal. And Mm -hmm. I love it. So um, one thing that the article says, uh, so I can break it down for you, is someone not being interested in you romantically uh, makes you think that you're not good enough. Like that's like an initial feeling I think that a lot of people get. uh, Like what's wrong with me? Why why not? But yeah, duh, it's rejection. Yeah, it sucks regardless. But (laughs) here's the but. You should try to take it for what it is as just information. Someone who's only been on one date or two dates or even three dates can't really reject you because they don't really know you. They know you for 20 20 hours, 30 hours, however long, two hours, three minutes, whatever it is that you guys met. So they don't really know who you are. And for whatever reason, maybe they're not... They're not attracted to you in, in wanting to get to know you further, but they don't know you. So don't internalize it is what this article says. And I think that that is so, so, so big um, mm-hmm. to say. So I'm going to read off some of these. Um, well, first, before we get into this, they also tell us uh, they give us specific reasons or specific text messages to say back, which I'll read them off. And I love. But Jill, for you, yeah. how do you as a single woman deal with? rejection do you have any tips or tricks or have you ever had to reject someone and what does that text message look like (laughs) so I it's so weird I haven't dated since I can't even tell you when because I was in a long-term relationship um and then I went on to Clayton season and then I went on paradise so I haven't really dated I haven't like gone on dates I went on one date in between Clayton season and paradise and he ghosted me So Mm. I can speak on this because I know what it feels like to be ghosted. So, you know, we went on this amazing date. It was like fireworks. I was like, oh, my God, this could be my husband. You know, putting the cart in front of the horse a little bit. (laughs) 
but we had a great date and, you know, we texted a little bit afterwards. It was great. You know, he was in LA. I wasn't, it's fine. Um, he ghosts me and and I, I literally get to the point where I check the obituaries. I think Uh-oh. this man is deceased and I'm not even kidding. I, his name obituary. Uh-oh. How embarrassing is that? That is literally so awful and that's also when jacob jacob didn't reply to me for like many 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 hours like at least 24 hours or more scottsdale arizona car accidents i'm trying to look up to see where this kid is like it's so because i worry anyways so because i, I worry, got, I, worry. I, have a, wait, I, I have to stop here i have a few questions <laughs> i have a few questions okay first question um did you and Jacob after Paradise and once you guys did the launch um, that didn't work out? Did you guys ever go on a Did you guys go on a date after that? No. Oh no, no. you never Actually, went on a this date. Is, no, this is crazy. So after the reunion, so we didn't we couldn't see each other before the reunion. So yeah. I went to the reunion. Afterwards, I'm like, you need to hang out with me after the reunion. Like, you need to hang out with me. So I texted my room number. I'm like, come over. We just need to talk this out and, like, spend time with each other. He's like, actually, I'm really tired. I'm going to hit the hay. And I'm, I'm like, immediately, no. Like, yeah. red flag right then and there. I should have been, like, absolutely not. His yeah. hotel was three blocks away. I'm like, walk. Get a lift. You yeah. look for him. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Whatever. Um, so, no, we didn't. We didn't. He was supposed to come this week. He was actually supposed to come yesterday that was supposed to be his first day in rhode island so i know tough um yeah okay anyways Uh, back to the ghosting all right Mm -hmm. so back to the back to the ghost yeah so that was the it seems like that your relationship with jacob that was just really almost just never he dropped the ball he dropped the ball he dropped the ball yeah seems kind of unnecessary why i even put out a statement then if you guys never even went on a date yeah, no, thank exactly. you. No, right? thank you. Exactly. Um, it's also okay. like in the future, if a girl that you're, you know, that you say that you're into and you do this grand gesture gives pursue you their it. room number. Um, hello. Let's pursue it. Let's put in a little effort. Eh, yeah, whatever. Um, yep. so that would be so weird. The- um, imagine in, in in regular life if people like started talking and then didn't even go on a date and then they see the other person just put out some random statement. That'd be funny. All right. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. So now the the yeah. ghosting one, um, yeah. and feel free not to answer this. But do you guys just go on a date? Did you did you hook up after? Was there anything that was like, oh, like this could be, like, oh I don't, for I guess, sure, like okay. very super thoughtful date. He played the whole thing. He was interested. We did hook up. You know, there were very many vibes there. It mm-hmm. was probably the best first date I've ever been on. Wow. And yeah, so he, you know, then he went on a trip to Mexico City with the boys. I didn't hear from him. I'm like, okay, he's on a trip, whatever. Then he just straight up ghosts me. And that is the worst thing ever. I would much rather get a rejection than to be ghosted. Because now I'm thinking of you. Yeah. Now I'm wasting my time and energy thinking what I did wrong versus actually being able to move on. It's sad that we have to, like, applaud somebody for just sending you a rejection text. Mm -hmm. I just think it's common courtesy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree agree with you. I agree agree with you. I agree with you. And one of the um, responses, one of the sincere responses or uh, one of the lighthearted responses was um, there's something. There there was one about ghosting. Hold on. I have to find it. Mm. Uh, It was like. 
thanks for not ghosting me. It's so you're, it, that this message is so much classier than ghosting me or something like that. And I was like, yes, yeah. yes. So yeah, ghosting is never good. Um, you should be checking the obituaries because clearly he's a ghost. But do you clearly. think ghosting? <laughs> do, okay, but he's do you no think ghosting? Do you think ghosting is never good, or do you think like it's never good? It's never good. I don't think it's I disagree. Ever good. I disagree. Oh, okay. when, when is it good, Joe? Tell me when it's good. Okay, so I'm going to say early on, like extremely early on. If, um, let's say, I was on a dating app mm-hmm. and um, I meet somebody on a dating app and we meet for coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's say it's just kind of like, meh, like kind of awkward, whatever. Maybe I'm awkward. I leave. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I, 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 I leave. And then I, I, you know, let's say if like the next day I'm like, hey, that was, that was great, you know, and she doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. I think I would take that as like, okay, that makes sense. I didn't think she was going to. I rather just it's done. I mean, it takes two seconds to send a text. Like, yeah, yeah it might but be a maybe, little maybe uh, what I'm saying, what I'm but saying can is I just say, maybe the ghost is also a rejection that is almost easier. Oh, it's for sure easier. But does it mean it's no, right? I'm, I'm saying to for me to take oh, as for the person you. getting oh, for ghosted. You to take. Yeah. Oh. So you rather so you're saying hmm. you would rather her not say anything than to say, hey, yeah, it was so great to meet you. But like. I don't want to see you again or whatever. And and yeah, you would yeah. prefer her not respond than to say that. Yeah, because I almost feel like getting ghosted. Um, yeah, I, I guess I would just maybe getting ghosted also is like, yeah, like that's just a, like I get it. Like I got rejected. Like it's mm. rejection. See, that's I see. It's interesting that you have that take. I for me, don't ghost. Do not ghost. Just you know. say, because I'm a big girl. You can say, hey, girl, you know, you was cool, but nah, mm-mm. I want I fully less. Agree. <laughs> Look, fully I want agree. less. Go ahead. Okay. Say it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just think that, and I, yeah, I think it's wild. So um, I'm going to read off some of these uh, for our listeners just in case, because I thought some of them were really good. Just in case you get that text and mm-hmm. you don't know what to do, yeah. always know that rejection is just redirection okay he ain't the one baby she ain't, ain't the, the one. one okay all right um some things that you can say when you want to be just like sincere and like boom that's it no no worries at all seriously thanks for letting me know i understand and thanks for being so honest good luck out there they say honesty is the best policy and i wouldn't expect anything less from someone like you oh I love that one. Uh, I appreciate you telling me, really. No worries. So these are like all cute little ways. Lame, to- lame, lame. I think what you should respond if you get ghosted or get rejected, fuck you. Okay. That's what you should say. Okay, fuck no. Off. All okay, right. No. Okay. There is one that, there's one that says, I can't I, lie. I I, That's know, a I, bummer. But wait, can I just say this though, Joe, yeah. about the ghosting really quick. When someone ghosts and they don't say anything instead of just rejecting, in my opinion, them motherfuckers, they're gonna come back. They're gonna come back. They always come back. They always they come back. back. These men, they don't want to say anything because they're like, oh, I don't want to really, really shut the door. I want to leave a little crack so I can tell her, oh man, I just had crazy stuff going on this past week. Oh, la, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it's like, actually, you probably went on five other dates and they all sucked. And now you're thinking about me. 
Why Mm -hmm. are you doing that? So that's what I have to say about, well, when someone says, hey, like, it's just not you, it's not me, they're not coming back. So like, be that man. You know what I mean? Be that person, right? That's just me. Um, Uh, I'm not, you're not wrong. Right? I guess that makes sense. So yeah, so I... I think you guys should look at this article because I thought it was really great. Also, mm-hmm. I'll just tell you guys my text that I send because I do go on a lot of dates when I don't like someone. I say, you know, I think you're really great. It was so great talking to you and getting to know you, but I just don't think our lives are in alignment. Well, I wish you would have ghosted me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, uh, it's perfect time to bring on our guest because um, she's probably out there dating right now and yeah. she, I, I believe she's single uh, everyone please welcome Hunter to clickbait okay we are here Hunter Hunter this is your first Bachelor Nation podcast it correct? is yes that is correct have you done any other podcasts about the show no not one Oh, is this, this, your is first? A, this is the very first podcast, period. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So tell us everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's give our listeners from the beginning. <laughs> let, yeah, yeah, let's give our listeners mm. a little bit of a background. Where um where do you live right now? Yeah, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I okay. am thirty years old. I work in HR. <laughs> um not not a lot to me, but yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, well, that, that's that's enough. That's what most of us have. So, uh, <laughs> a job, and you, an age, and a location. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. were on. You were on so. Clayton season. Um, biggest takeaway from Clayton season is it potentially your friend Jill? What you learned? Anything you want to talk about from his season? Yeah. Um, Biggest things that I learned from Clayton season was really just to be more open and honest with myself. I found myself really just kind of sugarcoating everything and I would be asked how I was feeling and, you know, Hunter, you didn't get to go on the first date with Clayton and Jill was there too, actually. Mm. We were both in the trenches together, but, um, so I, you know, would just answer with like, oh yeah, like everything's great. And um, it's fine, but then I realized that it's so much more of a strength to be more vulnerable than it is to sugarcoat things and just always be okay. So that was the biggest takeaway that I got from Clayton season. Mm. Right. Yeah, Mm. I think uh, that is one thing about the show. That's something I I learned as well, was to be more vulnerable because going on the show, I I definitely was not. Um, How did you get on Clayton season in the first place? I was actually nominated. So I had just gotten an email from Walt Disney World. That's where I was working at the time. And they said, this is your severance letter. You're no longer going to be with the company. That was the only conflict of interest with being on The Bachelor. And I had, you know, expressed interest here and there. Like, oh, that would be pretty cool because I had been in a seven-year relationship. And once that ended, I was like, oh, that could be nice. So my friends took it upon themselves to be like, we're all going to nominate you because you have a good story and we think you, you know, could do really well as far as like finding love on TV. So I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. So they nominated me and then I got a call and I never answer random calls, but for whatever reason I did that day. 
And so I answered and they're like, Hey, this is bachelor casting. Um, and I really thought I was being punked, but it turns out that it was, <laughs> it was real. And I just kept getting through the next level. And I was like, how is this happening? Like, I thought I was going to be cut first round. (laughs) Wow. I feel the same way. Go ahead, Jill. No, I felt the same way when I was casting. I was like, they just keep calling me back. And I don't know why. Like, they they got the (laughs) wrong person, but let's just go with it. (laughs) The casting process is really exciting because I feel like Mm. we're all like, this could be really cool. But also, like, do I want to do this? And... You hope you get it, and then you're like, oh, I don't know. But it's exciting. Oh, I it's an cried exciting a time. lot. I cried yeah. a lot. I was like, I was packing, and I was like sobbing at the same time. I was like, I don't want to leave my dogs. I had like a Joe moment where she didn't want to leave her cat, but it was like my dogs at the time. And I was like, well, still. And I was like, do I even want to do this? Do I want to put myself out there? Like, I haven't put myself out there since my last relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but also if they cut me, like that's going to be so messed up. Yeah. I'm, so, I better, I better yeah. make it through. <laughs> so what was the timeline from the seven year relationship and then going to the bachelor? So it was a pretty lengthy timeline there. So I started dating my ex in 2011, okay. I think. And it ended 2018. Mm-hmm. So pan to, I guess the casting process started 2021, early 2021. Mm-hmm. So okay. I had had a lot of time of healing then, but because it was super traumatic, I just hadn't really put myself out there again. And that was a, a huge reason why my friends were like, Hunter, you've got to put yourself out there. Like it's yes. been so long. Yes. I, yes. I want to talk about your because obviously I know your story I know you shared a little bit of your story on Clayton season especially we saw that during the vulnerability date so Mm -hmm. would you mind kind of giving some people some background on that relationship and how it kind of got you to where you are today and how that impacted your experience on the show I, I just want people to get to know that part of you better yeah for sure so um like I said seven years and I was dating this guy. Everything was great. Um, About midway through, he started showing some red flags. So a lot of lying. Um, I had heard about him cheating, but he would always, um, I guess, be able to manipulate me into thinking that he wasn't cheating. And I will say that a big portion of this did have to deal with the fact that he struggles from addiction. Um, When we first started dating, obviously we were children at the time. um, And he hadn't really, you know, started showing symptoms of addiction until later in our relationship. Um, Once he did, we were both already super established in this relationship. I couldn't, you know, say, oh, well, sorry, you have this disease that you're struggling with. I'm just going to, I'm going to peace out now. Um, I wanted to be really supportive of him. So I stayed with him throughout rehab. I stayed with him throughout his halfway house and I got him back on his feet. So I was able to find a place for him to live. I was able to apply for college for him, apply for a job for him at Disney so that he could be in the same location as me, because at this point it was such a burden on me, which I didn't realize it was, but I, I really took on this kind of like mom role for him of just Mm -hmm. making sure that he was, you know, 
okay. And um, so pan two, it's about a year in Orlando that we're still together. Um, and I did mention in the vulnerability date that I had tried changing my appearance for him. So I'll kind of touch on that a little bit. Um, before he had moved to Orlando, I knew that he was kind of talking to this girl. Um, and of course, in a traumatic relationship, you don't really these things you can kind of be convinced that they never happened. And so I feel kind of dumb when I talk about it because it's so evident that I needed to get out of the relationship then, but that's just the way that it goes. So um, I knew that he was talking to this girl and she had dark hair and she had light eyes. And he always talked about how that was something that he really, really liked. And then also having kind of like what I would say, like as a Kim Kardashian body. So I said an unattainable body during the vulnerability date. People thought that that meant, um, you know, more of like a Paris Hilton. He wanted more of a Kim Kardashian. Um, That is completely unattainable for me. I can try as much, but he would be like, let's go to the gym. Let's do this. Let's do squats. And I'm like, I'm doing them, but it's not happening. Like, this is not going to be, I'm not going to look like Kim Kardashian. Sorry, that's not going to happen. But he was talking to this girl. I found out about it. He was like, there was nothing. And um, a year later, I did find out that he had been with another girl for a couple of weeks and she had actually moved into his apartment with him. And that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And they had like gotten this dog together and it was a whole thing. But so he wasn't really, he wasn't just like, cheating he it was like he was having full like other full relationships thing. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's and rough you, and they and and yeah so he's lying to them he's lying to you he's just all around lying basically yeah yeah like emotionally cheating physically cheating everything mm-hmm. and i had never thought that he would cheat on me i thought that it was always going to be something that was more um related to his addiction but it turned out that, you know, aside from his decision making being a little bit askew, um, that was just, you know, him cheating and made me super guarded, made me not want to even give anybody a chance. And that was why being on The Bachelor was such a huge leap of faith for me, because I never wanted to put myself out there again. Honestly, I'm like even getting like emotional, like I thinking know. about it. Um because well, I just didn't feel worthy. How long do you think it took you after the breakup to start the healing process? Ooh, um, I would say it started immediately because I'm very good at realizing that out of sight is out of mind. Yeah. Um, so I immediately mm-hmm. blocked him. Um, after that, so it was kind of hard to fully heal but I feel like I did a pretty good job. It was April that we broke up. And by October, that was the first time that I heard back from my ex um, that year. And he had apologized and said, I'm so sorry. And wow. I was going to ask you, uh, when you were doing all these things for him, you know, as women, like in that moment, did you think that you were you were doing this because this was your person and you wanted to help and see him through this? Or was it just like, I'm his girlfriend. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. 
Yeah. So I feel like I've always had a lot of self-confidence as a woman. And this was something that I felt was more to change myself to fit his narrative. And I think that was more out of love than it was out of feeling an obligation, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if he started having a wandering eye, I wanted to be the one there like, hey, that's also me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, for the helping him through rehab and oh, like helping, helping him through. get through that type of stuff. Were you doing that because yeah. you were like, this is my person and I want him healed and whatever? Or was it like, I'm his girlfriend and I need to see this through type of thing? So at the time, at the time, I feel like it was more of, I love this person. He's my person. And I have to get through this with him. I've Mm -hmm. put seven years of my life, important years of my life into somebody who is struggling. And that would be terrible of me to leave somebody who's going through something as hard as addiction is. Yeah. So you're in paradise. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, <laughs> no but so transition. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, we really, uh, that was, that was, uh, we appreciate you opening up. That was a lot. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And I it do think that what you've dealt with in this relationship is so layered. There is the addiction aspect, but there's also the manipulation aspect. There's also the cheating aspect. And I understand how that is. Uh, how how it, it would take a long time to heal from that and like get back into you and worrying about you. And it seems like you were really selfless in this relationship. And yeah. um, that is not always the answer. Right? Um, right. And we do have to get to moments as women where we choose ourselves. And so you healed, you chose yourself, you went on mm-hmm. The Bachelor and you got to the it sounds like you got to this place where you were so okay like okay like I went through this tar- terrible thing so when a producer or anyone would ask you how are how, how's this or how's that even though it sucked you'd be like oh it's okay because you're not going through because that was bad right 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 so right. but now in hindsight as you said uh going on the show and knowing that vulnerability it's, it's not a, it's not about bad or good it's about how you really feel right so you go to paradise Mm-hmm. Well, so you go to Bachelor, it doesn't work out with Clayton, and then you go to Paradise. What was your hopes going into Paradise? And were you hesitant at all? Yeah. Yeah, so I was definitely hesitant because going on Clayton season, I had a lot of hope going into it. I was like, stars are aligning, this might be my person, I get there. I think everybody had the same idea. So, you know, (laughs) it was, um, there was definitely some hesitance going into paradise, but there was more excitement going into paradise, I think, than going into the bachelor and just excitement overall. Um, so expectations going into paradise, I really wanted to work on self growth. Number one, Um, So being vulnerable, like I had said before, just being true to myself, being my whole honest self, because I feel like being a character performer at Disney, honestly, kind of hindered that a little bit because I was always like, oh, like, 
I'm Hunter. I'm great. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and that's not what people want to see. Like people do not care. And I mean, people, not like an audience, but like people like Jill, like if I'm having a conversation with a friend, people don't want to see like the, oh yeah, I'm doing great mm, person. Yeah. Like, you you want to have a real conversation. You want to be, you know, more than surface level. And that yeah. was a huge goal for me was just being more than surface level, which sounds horrible. And I'm really being a little self-deprecating here. No, I think, I think it's because you had a guard up. And I, I knew, like, there's so many times where I'd look over you and I'd see that you're hurting. But you're like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, no, like, let's be for real. Let's be honest about our like, what's happening. But I know yeah. it's because you have a guard up because of, like, your past. And that's totally understandable. But I think going into paradise, you were really open. And you did hit it off, like, almost right away. So do you want to talk about how you hit it off with people who you were excited to see? Yeah. So when I came down the stairs, I was one of the last girls to arrive. And on day one, though, on day one, I was there day one. Yep. Um, Also left a little bit later (laughs) after that. I did get there day one. Um, (laughs) I immediately was gravitated towards Johnny. I felt like he had this very standoffish personality, which for some reason was very endearing to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's the one. Um, He really would only put time into talking to me, which I also thought was kind of nice at the time, but then obviously panned to a little bit later. Things changed there, but um, we really did hit it off super quickly. Um, I spent every second of every day with Johnny. We had amazing conversations. I felt like I knew everything about him in such a short amount of time. Um, Mm -hmm. But then, of course, things changed a little bit when Victoria arrived on the beach. Yeah. So let's talk when about did Victoria, that. When did Victoria get there? Oh, good question. Like, how many days were you talking to Johnny before Victoria showed up? She got I, there day two. She got there day two? Okay, yep, so I've she been was... talking to Johnny for, I guess, it was, it was truly three days. It was three okay. days. It was because... three days. Yeah, it was a full bachelor in paradise week but johnny didn't talk to victoria until 30 minutes prior to the rose ceremony oh okay really yeah yeah right because she went on the date with she was with justin yeah Yeah. and then they yes that's right okay yeah it was was that the first time where you thought because the the guys had the roses right yeah okay so was it was that the first time that you thought like I might lose it. I might not get Johnny's rose now. Um, yeah, 30 minutes prior, but I still felt pretty confident. Oh, honestly. really? Yeah. Oh, because sucks. I had, you know, these full, I, we say three days, but we all know that it feels like so an eternity. Yeah. So much and, longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I knew him so well and I, I'd been promised some tea. I'd been, uh, <laughs> promised a rose multiple times. Prior, mm-hmm. without me asking, without any type of provoking, it was just very natural in conversation. Like, yeah, you definitely have my rose. If I am asked on, you know, if I get a date card, you're going on the date with me, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that had happened multiple, multiple times. Uh, okay. Then, okay. Even the night of. And I think yep. we might have actually seen that a little bit. I was talking to Johnny and he was like, you have nothing to worry about. You have my rose. Everything's good. So 
to be honest, I mean, you see me talking about it and I'm like, I, you know, Victoria is beautiful and gorgeous and perfect, but I still feel pretty confident that Johnny's going to pick me at the end of the day. Like I'm going to get his rose. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that's how that went down. Mm. Mm-hmm. So watching, so watching everything back and, um, you know, do you think that, was there anyone else on the beach that you were in that first day? You were kind of like, maybe, 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 oh, maybe. Yeah. So the only other person that I kind of was like, maybe was actually Jacob. Um, <laughs> no, I know I this know. because no, please. Um, I, I remember this because the first rose ceremony, when everything started to kind of hit the fan, I was like, I need to find Hunter a rose. I need to find a rose immediately. And I was like, Jacob. So I was like, okay, Hunter, go talk to Jacob. Like, let's set it up. Yeah, Jill actually came to me. She was like, Jacob said that he was interested. You go talk to him. And I was like, well, I don't want to be like a rose hunter, but also like, I guess I'll like have a conversation with him, see how it goes. Yeah, he was on his plate. It was fine, um, but he had also mentioned, he was like, well, you know, I might give a rose to uh, uh, Kira. I might give a rose to Haley. I uh, might give a rose to Jesse Palmer. And I'm, I'm like, all right. So you're, like, like, you're done. You're, you're, you're done. Didn't, didn't mention Lace, but that's who we ended up with. I'm like, what are you? Who are you? But he actually, I had overheard him talking. Yes. Uh, speak on this please speak on this let's talk about it spill the tea doesn't take anything for me to talk about it um so we had just had a conversation on one of the day beds we as in me and jacob okay we go over to the bar and i overhear him talking because i started talking to you know whoever else maybe jill somebody else and i overhear him after he had just told me he was like yeah like I find you very attractive. Like I could, I definitely want, you know, to get to know you better. I could see myself getting to know you. Um, He's over at the bar five minutes later being like, I don't see anything with any of these girls. My girl is not here. Like I don't have a spark with anybody. And he had just told me not necessarily a spark, but he had just told me that he had interest in me. So I was like, Oh, okay. So I see how you're doing this. Who was he talking to? God, I... Was it Logan? I want to say it was Logan. Mm. Yeah, because it was one of his buddies from his season. And it wasn't Johnny. Mm. Because I was in that conversation with Johnny and Jacob at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Damn, and so you didn't didn't go say, oh, really? Oh, for real? Oh, I should have. I know you should have. I was doing, like, mental notes, but I really should have been like, oh... Jacob, so you didn't mean what you just told me like two seconds ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So mm. I, I told Jill that too. I know. I like this is after the fact. Favorite. I did. It was after the. It was after favorite. the fact, like way yeah. after. Whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> too late. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, so I guess you know every you know, knowing what you know now and, and going on both shows and um, you know not really having the best outcome from either. Would you, would you go on Paradise again? I would consider going on Paradise. Ooh. Um, kind of depends on who would be there. Too. Okay, yeah. so who who would have to be there to get you to Paradise? 
Name names. <laughs> Y'all are really going to put me out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's your girl, Jill, to be honest. Yeah. I know. It's just. <laughs> yeah. It's because I'm can. like, Jill, we're not on FaceTime right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would kind of like to revisit things with Johnny, if I'm going to be honest. Oh. oh. Have you okay. and Johnny Have you and Johnny talked at all since um, everything that went down? We have. Yes. Okay. But but I will say I heard nothing. It was crickets until mm. the reunion. Well, yeah, okay. and I think it's that's understandable considering all right. the stuff that was going on. Right. Hi, yeah. Now I'm like, okay, it makes wait, sense. you had a lot going on, so now I can kind of understand. But at the time I was kind of like, you're not even gonna be like, hey, like, how are you? What's up? Like, are you okay? Um, I didn't mm. expect an apology or anything of any sort because, you know, again, it was it was three days. It's not like mm-hmm. I was expecting some grand gesture, but mm-hmm. even just like, how are you doing? They're like, mm. great. And he'd be like, OK, cool. See you later. That would have been like, you know, pretty good. But I didn't hear anything. He from you. Yeah. So you guys, uh, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. No, we didn't. We so were you guys talking about ghosting earlier. So huh. the first time you guys spoke was in person at the reunion yeah right yeah okay so yeah. okay and that went okay how'd that go yeah it went pretty well um he walked on stage and he just said like a hey hunter and mm. that was that was the very first time that i was acknowledged mm. by him um but afterwards um we had a really good conversation he had apologized to me multiple times um just being like i'm so sorry like how things went and how it was so last minute um like i didn't even have time to think and so i feel like he felt really bad for you know just sending me home on a whim Mm -hmm. um so he had apologized to me he actually uh bought some roses (laughs) this is crazy (laughs) he what and he sent them to you no, he he just like presented one to me outside oh. of a bar, so you know, oh. I'm not anything so, too crazy here. Um, that's cute, it, but it was funny. So I'm like, well, I I guess I got Johnny's last rose, and you got his final <laughs> rose. Yeah, got his yeah. rose. Okay. Yeah. So okay, interesting. Hmm. I wonder yeah. after what. Hmm. I mean, but let. But my question is, would you really want to? go back to the beach to explore something why not just explore something in real with life? a specific True. person yeah, yeah, yeah with this specific no. person for sure i would probably have more of like a list of people that i would want to explore things obviously the way things ended between johnny and me was not ideal so that wouldn't be like an end-all be-all if right. that makes mm. sense yeah so um yeah there are definitely specific people that i'm like oh yeah that would be great to see them there. Hunter, let, let's, let's, well, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's get listen. it going. Come on. Let's, okay, let's get it going. Okay, fine. Who's my okay. Um, So <laughs> I think Rick was somebody who I wanted to meet initially. I could see that. And he never made it to the beach. He never Damn. even made it. And I was already long gone. I had already packed my stuff and gone. So um, okay. that was somebody that I wanted to explore it things with um i'm always interested in like the newbies too okay so whoever's gonna be new season yeah mm-hmm. always interested and that and that was what i kept saying before i went on paradise too i was like 
Gabby and Rachel season, Gabby and Rachel season. And who did I end up with? Somebody from Gabby and Rachel season. <laughs> yeah. Somebody yeah. that I don't really know anything about. Cause it's kind of nice to go in there without having any preconceived notions right, about sure. someone. Um, so I'm, I'm always into the unknown. Mm, yeah. Well, cool. there, the, the bachelorette is going to be, um, they're casting for it now. They're casting so. right now. I did. Some see men. Yeah. There's any ladies listening? You want to nominate some men's that you mm-hmm. know would be great for Hunter here? Mm-hmm. You know, a non-liar. <laughs> Look, Bring a non-liar. Bring a non-cheater. Yeah, no liars, let's no cheaters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's not do that. A nice gentleman. Let's get her a nice yes. gentleman. Uh, All yeah. right, that's great, Hunter. Yeah, um, Hunter. Thank you so much for coming on. We're running a, a little you. past time, but you were great. It was really good catching up. Yes. Uh, I hope. I hope if you're not with somebody, we see you on Paradise again. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, let let our followers know where they can follow you on social media. And yeah. Yeah. So you can follow me on TikTok at Hunter Hag. It's H-A-A-G. It's not Hag. It's not um, <laughs> On Instagram, Hunter C. Hag. And Twitter at Hunter Hag. Great. Yay. Give her a follow, people. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was so good talking to y'all. I really, I really hope she um she finds a good guy. I know she really needs one. There's a good guy coming. Well, I mean, if Johnny's single and she's single and they may have had something, maybe they could rekindle before uh As her friend, what do you think about that, Jill? Um, do, you, do you stand them? I mean, I don't know Johnny well enough, I don't think. Um, I think a lot of the guys are in their, like, post-show era, which is, like, we uh, love, yeah. Uh, I yeah. just think maybe in a little bit, I think maybe in a little bit, they'll be ready to kind of settle down and, you know, get their head screwed on right. So, yeah, no tea, no shade, love it. But for my girl, Hunter, I think, yeah, there's definitely someone out there. Hopefully they they make themselves known soon. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. And thank you to my girl, Hunter, for being here. Yes. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all the questions you want us to ask. Check us out on social, like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram. All the links to all our socials are right there on that page. Also, they are casting for men to date our next Bachelorette. If you are single or you know someone who is single, go to our website to nominate or apply at bachelornation.com slash apply. And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you guys are looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure you listen to clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.